You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Wepa, what up, me hentes, your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. And today we're getting back on the comics train. Hey, that's right. We have an amazing independent comic creator. He's an artist. He's a writer. He's also a podcaster on Catch the Craze, man. And he even got a company called Crazy Comics. I mean, this is a Boricua that seems to be nuts about comics. Let me introduce the one, the only, Samuel Vera. Hey, what up, kiddo? How you doing? That's an amazing intro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't a friend, right, WWE? Let's do it. We'll throw them elbows, son. Do that in Brooklyn style. <laughs> what up, kiddo? How you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Mama, thanks for coming on, brother. You're about to get pumped up, man, because you have an amazing project out right now, man. There's an alien in my toilet. Holy shit, bro. Hey, let me tell you, bro, if I wake up in the middle of the night and I find an alien in my toilet, you know, things are going to go crazy. I'm from Brooklyn. It's going to go nuts. You know what I mean? That's how so, we do it in crazy comics. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So somewhere, a little bit about yourself, homie. You know, where you from, OG? Yes. Uh, I was born in Brooklyn, um, raised in Queens, um, okay. and then uh, moved to Jersey when I uh, met my wife. Um, and uh, okay, so How long were you in Brooklyn? I was only in Brooklyn for like, I think, my first two years. Um, oh, was, so you don't know nothing yeah, about it. I don't even remember so, it. I hung out Queens. in Brooklyn when I got <laughs> a teenager because that was, the, that was the spot. But um um yeah, but I grew up in Queens, Jamaica Queens. Jamaica, and, uh, yeah. And um um you know, I was into everything. I was into um uh yeah, we played riffle ball, we played scully, we played, you know, yeah. Bro, <laughs> you said riffle ball, my dude, my dude, bro. Right 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 here, kid. Like, you know what I mean? Brand new in the box. They got like two yeah. of these, they got the back. Because yeah. when my boy comes, again, I don't know, what is it with Puerto Ricans and wiffle ball? <laughs> it's, it's, it's awesome. You can spin the ball. You oh, know, bro. You- I used to play in the hood. Let me tell you, I have, they used to call me the snake because I have this one pitch that, yo, you think it's going sensei. Once the breeze came, we'll charge you. That shit just over. curved. It was and so, over. And he's like, you fucking snake. I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so then everybody would try to type the, the tape, the wiffable bat to, to get it harder. Oh, yeah, time. bro. Or, or newspaper inside. Yeah. Like, yo, let, let's get it, right? Yo, they were actually corking wiffle bats, folks. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the ghetto way. That's how we do it in the hood. Exactly. We're there really aiming to break windows like assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that. We did, you know, dirt bikes, you know, we, you know, jump ramps. We used to do everything. Uh, I played, you know, baseball. We played stickball in the streets. Uh, yeah, man. But uh, that's it. I mean, that, that that's the urban jungle. That's what yeah. it is. I mean, what, what choices do we have? You know, unfortunately, some communities don't even have a park near them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We, we make do. It's a park, yeah. Mm, mm. So then growing up in Queens, right? Were you a fan of comics then, or, or, or is that something that came later in life? No, so I was first introduced to comics by my mom. She used Mama, to read, where you know, <laughs> she, read, she read the Archie comics, the Digests. Okay. You know, the little... So, the wait, so you're telling me Mama was the fan first? Yes. Actually? Oh, yes. that's... Dope. So she wasn't the Mama that just, toma, callate, you know, trying to give you something to keep you calm. She actually was a fan. She was a fan. She was... Wow, uh, that's you cool. Know, um, yeah, she was... Uh, she was my best friend. She was everything to me, you know. Um, and um, wait, wait, she, wait. We're using the. You said the word was. She yeah, she passed. Up. She passed um, back in 1992. Well, I'm sorry to yeah. hear that, man. Right so, when I graduated high school. Um, so, yeah. you know, Papa. Watch. She's obviously watching over you, kiddo, because you're doing amazing things. So God yeah, bless. She, she was amazing. I mean, she <laughs> was. Um, she was never. Uh, heavy-handed with me she was always she treated me like an adult and would uh, always um if there was a concern of her she said here's my opinion this, this is why at the end of the day you have to make a decision because you're your own man and i was 12 years old when she would have these conversations with me so my conscience would always make me make the right decision because of my mom um you know uh and then whatever happened in the streets i never bought it home like you know whatever happened outside she didn't yeah, even but know. that that's the code kid i mean now i tell mommy all the poca vergüenza i was yes, doing yes. and, and, and you she's she like wow you know you still you, you're not old enough for me to still you know to not smack you you know what i mean like you ass 
I can still get yeah. you back on that. I'm like, I need to shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was, uh, yeah, she, so, and then my sister used to tell her, Mom, he got into a fight today. Oh, Mom. Oh, no. she was a Chota kid then. Yeah, my sister used to snitch. And I was like, Mom, <laughs> I said, Mom, my clothes are not dirty and I have nothing on my face. I don't understand what she's saying. So, um, yeah, because I made it a point. I never wanted to stress her out because she was a single mom raising four boys, you know, three boys and a girl on her own. Oh, wow. On her own. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the struggle of a single parent, that shit is real. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so salute to her for having you know done that. Wow. Yeah. So she introduced me to Archie Comics, and she got me my my first pencils and and, and stuff. And uh, oh, so she already was kind of pushing you towards that narrative too. Was it yeah. because you wanted it, or because she said you should do this, kiddo? Well, this, this, the second influence was my brother Eddie. He and again, rest in peace. He also passed away. Um, oh my gosh, I hate hearing this. So talk yeah. about Eddie. Uh, was he older brother? He was my older brother, um, but he was like my little brother. Um, um, you know, he spent most of his time in a hospital with a with a defective liver, and he had a few liver oh, Um And so, um, uh, he when I visited him in the hospital, he had an, a sketchbook, and he would draw, and he was drawing this uh, three uh, monkeys in a barrel. And I was like, I want to draw, you know, I want to draw like Eddie. And that's yeah. so. Then that's how I started drawing. So my mom got me my own pencils, um, and then from that point on. Uh, I was a big fan of the Dark Crystal and, and you know the the Never Ending Story and Fraggle Rock. Oh, bro, I love Never Ending Story. That, that <laughs> yeah. was one of my faves as a kid, yo. Yes. For real. <laughs> yeah. So I always so um I always wanted to draw, and then um uh it wasn't until I saw Too Close for Comfort. Um, and classic show. Yeah. Oh my god, look at what homies bringing up here, yo. We're showing our age with you. Yes, I know. That's why I'm wearing a hat. I'm kind of, I'm hiding the grace. Oh, it's <laughs> yo, I can't hide this. Bro. No, no, it's done for you. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I the father was a comic strip artist, and he was he had a comic strip called Cosmic Cop. That's when I realized. Wait, I said you can make do, do this for a living, and you can make money doing this. I just thought that it was the magic of movies, and that stuff just appeared. And then when I realized there <laughs> was a human being behind it, that's when I was like, I that's what I want to do, mom. Um, and then it was her boyfriend that told me you'll never amount to a true artist because all you do is copy what you see. Because I used to copy my GI Joe figures, I used to stand them up and I used to draw them. And so I got pissed off. I ran. I went to the yard. I had a little underneath the house. There was a um. A hideout. It was my okay. little clubhouse. So I went there and I pouted for a little bit. And um, I must have been 12 or 13 or 12, 12 years old. And, uh, I would have kicked them in the nuts and hid in that spot because I'm oh, like, screw you, dude. This is how uh, people learn. All right, get yes, out of here. Yeah, yeah. So I got, so he actually did me a favor because I said, you know what? From this day forward, I'm not copying. I'm going to draw from my imagination. So I'm going to prove your ass wrong. Yeah. Sometimes it takes that because especially yes. us Puerto Ricans, we're very stubborn and hard headed. And yes. when somebody tells us something that's against what we're doing, we're going to prove your ass wrong, yo. Yes. It's yeah. in our nature to do that, folks, all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, yeah. It's either fight or flight, right? And uh, Yeah, but so, hey, most of the time we're fighting. Even if we get our asses kicked, but we're yeah. fighting. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the, yeah, that's the great thing about it. You can fight your buddy, and then the next the next thing you know, you're out there having a sandwich together. Oh, my um, brother, I used to fight my, my – well, see, talking about the 12-year-old experience, one of my best friends, we would get into arguments over stupid shit and throw hands. And then the next day, yeah. we're, we're watching each other's back. Like, how dare you even say shit about him? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yes, and this, that's the difference between genders because, you know, guys can let it go the next day. You know, girls will hold on to it for a long time. Oh, grudges, yeah. And then they say, you know, there will be world peace. My God, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Please, no. let's just keep it, like, neutral. You know, let's have everybody 50-50, equal, and, let's, yes. you know. You know, yes. I support. And I'm saying I support, you know, I don't support women. I absolutely do. But I'm just saying that when... You know, that's what that comment, which is true, at least from our cultural perspective. Yes. You know, our, our Puerto Rican women do hold that a grudges. Oh, they don't fuck right. around. Forget they it. Don't. My mom, my mom, I was fast, so my mom could never catch me, right? So it, I remember saying something to my sister when I was a kid. And so my mom's like, you know, she used to call me Poochie. She's like, Poochie. And that's like, I went, pew. And she's like, so she's like, okay. So a week later, she's sitting on the couch. And she would read her Fabio f- fantasy novels, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I would sleep with, you know, my head on her hip, and they, and you know, she would rub her finger through my hair. The next, you know, whack right across my face. And I'm like, oh, I said, what was that for? She goes, remember a week ago when you said that to your sister? Ah, the cojí. Yeah, the cojí, cabrón. I got you now, right? And yeah. I get it. You know, see me, I was fast, 
but unfortunately, my mom was is like the Jonah Hex of Trunkless. You know what I mean? So no matter how fast I ran, I don't know if that shit has heat-seeking capabilities, <laughs> but that shit would find me. It would find me. No matter where, how I dip, is that that shit was following me. I'm yeah. like, and she was quick to the draw. I am not, you know, that foot come up. It was like, ta-tang, like ninja star. That was my grandmother with the broomstick. <laughs> oh, I got here. I thought one day it was nice. Mama came. Yeah, I'm sharing these stories. Well, you know, I was, yeah, I was, a, not that I was an asshole, people. I wasn't, but there was just the moments because, you know, Puerto Rican moms don't play. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I don't know what I had done. She comes out. She's like, you think you big? And she came out with the broomstick. And here I am thinking I'm cool blocking it. But then she caught me. Like when I went like this, she caught me between the fingers. Uh-huh. Oh, man, I saw stars. Ooh, I said, ah, got you. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Yes. So it, it's it's wonderful to know that you had such an encouraging parent, though you know, in, in your youth to do that. So yeah. you, know, you had the encouraging parent. Did you find the same thing within a tribe and a group of friends that was similar and you know, taste to you, if you will? Um, yeah, my, like uh, most of my friends were into uh, when I was into drawing. Most of my friends were into girls because uh, yeah. I was into girls too. But they they would like I would like. Prioritize. If hey, I Medina, what up, Pablo? Uh oh, look at there goes the Medina. Uh, what's up, brother? So yeah, so like the, it was either girls and clubs, and and so I would prioritize. Like when, like sometimes you know, because when we hung out, some there was a chance always something was going to happen. So I was like, you know what? I'm <laughs> yes, yes, you know what I mean? So I was like, you know, I'd rather draw today. Um, I get you. Uh, but not all. It was only a couple of my friends that were uh, into art, but not everybody. Most of them were into graffiti art. Gotcha. But it's, it's art nonetheless. But, you know, yeah. and, and again, even nowadays, though, if you look at publishers like Rosarian Press, they mm-hmm. hire a lot of graf- former graffiti artists that are actually doing books or yeah. tattoo artists that are now doing books and getting into this genre, which I'm happy to see that people from different walks of life get into this, you know, especially with artistic ability. Yeah. Now, you're an artist and a writer. But yes. do you have a preference? And, and, and which is the, you, okay, you started with artistry. So when did writing come into play? Um, writing came into play when I created my first character called Gorf. It was called Gorf? Cosmic, yeah, Gorf, Cosmic Gorf. And okay. um, um, he started off, his name was Scrungy when I was an adolescent. And then it evolved into Gorf. And the influence was Fraggle Rock and then and Alf and all that stuff. And um, I love Alf, bro. What a uh, great show. I mean, even though he eats cats, I, you know, just stay away uh, from my kitty and uh, we stay friends. I have every episode. I have every comic mm-hmm. I have the doll. Uh, yeah, you know, understand. <laughs> oh, my God. I have a story with the doll. I'm going to embarrass my brother, <laughs> Daniel Black. I'm shutting him out. Follow him on Facebook because he was such a little punk. that when, <laughs> Remember when the Alf doll came out? Yes. Right? So, you know, it's furry, right? Yes. So here we are. My mom gives him the present. And this one? It. Yes! Oh, <laughs> shit, my yo. People, people, uh, yo, you guys don't know. Danny, don't know. Danny, I hope you're watching, bro. Don't get scared. Because, yo, when, when he opened that present, he, he didn't open it from the top. He opened it from the middle. Right. So always there was nothing but fur. This little motherfucker got up and booked. Like, ah, what the hell is that? <laughs> Out of fear, yo, put that up on screen, Danny. Let me give you some time. Show the belly. That's what he <laughs> saw first. <laughs> I can't believe you still got that. That is so yeah. dope, bro. Yeah, you know Folks, I mean. he is. He has pulled out an original Alf plush doll. All right. Yes. I yes. mean, classic. I am digging it. Yeah, you're a man after my heart, brother. We gotta chill if I ever go back. Yeah, you know, to push it because this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Alf fan. I've always been a big Alf fan, and. Um, and- the books were great too. I I got them. I, I I had them. I had a huge collection, but that's another story. I have all the comics, you know. Um, that's yeah. cool. I used to I used to draw off all the time in high school. My teachers would go crazy. Samuel, focus. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, they would say Mr. Vera. Mr. Vera, will you focus? <laughs> oh, that's definitely a New York teacher because they yeah. don't call you by your first no, name. They always true. love to do this whole shit like this, especially when they want your attention. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, right, that's, one, that's one, teacher, 
One teacher used to call me uh, Vinny Barbarino because I would sit in the back of the class with my feet up on the table and I would draw. And she's like, yes. so then so then she would purposely ask a question and say, Mr. Vera, would you like to answer that, Vinny? And then I was like, uh, and I'd answer it. And she would get pissed because how the hell? I would listen to her, but I was always drawing. I, um, yeah, you see, I tell people this whole shit the whole time. Do not say that men cannot multitask. <laughs> yes, we can. Like, when you think we're not listening, believe you me, we really are, even if yes. we're not looking at your ass. I'm telling you, yes. my wife always says, did, did you see what I said? And I repeat the whole thing. She goes, but you didn't even look at me once. I said, babe, I am busy, <laughs> but I'm listening. Trust me. Yes, I, I'm yes. here. I'm an open book. Everything's going through. It's processing through the brain. Yes. I'm, I'm prioritizing. That's what yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. I've been married 20 plus years, folks. Yeah. I'm a vet. Trust me. All right. Congratulations. Listen, listen. All right. Listen. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Just here. That's it. Yeah. And reiterate that you're yes. there. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, dear. Yes, dear. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I used to get mad at hearing that fucking term, uh, a happy wife, happy life, because shouldn't right. it be both of us that should be happy? <laughs> <laughs> but I am starting to understand that, you know, my happiness will only lead with that happiness. Okay? There you go. Yes. In the forefront. So I'm like, okay. Yes. Oh, I'm starting to learn now. And this is why I got this. All right. Uh, this is my beard. So, okay. So only a few friends went to your, into comics and then, right? But when was the day that you said, Sam, let's go live. Let's do something real. Let's it create. Was- it was when I was doing music. Um, you uh, did music. What type of music? Talk about, <laughs> well, tell me you were doing some freestyle and shit. Either, bro. Uh, no. So, so <laughs> originally, uh, uh, a producer wanted to do club music with me because they heard me sing. And so you and, wait a minute. So you sing too. Look at this dude, yo. I mean, I, I say all oh, this right up podcast and shit. So I added singer to that MFR. So what happened was when I went to the studio, another producer was there. And so when they said test the mic, I would freestyle rap. And so they're like, What are you wasting your time with club music? It's gonna go away. Rap is here to stay. It's a growing yeah. trend. So I was like, All right, so um uh, this guy, he had concrete records, and he says, Yeah, let's let's do an EP together with me and my friend. And um, we did a we did a uh, an EP a two sided single. Um, that's when you had the twelve inches. Um, hey, and, that's what she said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so so when I was sitting in a meeting with my manager, the producer, my partner, I wanted to create a, an empire called Crazy Media Group. I was thinking long term. And it. so and so Crazy Comic because we had Crazy Skills Productions and Crazy Comics was a division of Crazy Media Group, and that's how it started. Why do we Puerto Ricans think on layers like this? Because I, I, you know, even when I created this, I said, this is the layer, and then this is the next layer. This is the next layer. Yeah, you know, we're making like tres leches right here for real, yes, bro. Yes. <laughs> and, that's, and, and one of the things my friends in the neighborhood would say, Sam had all these huge plans and these active imagination, and he had all these ideas. And so for me, it's like, all right, it's gonna happen. And then when the music didn't happen, um, when because I I walked away from music when my mom passed, and my bud my partner got shot so i was like all oh right, it, it's, wait a minute so yeah, it and all this happened within this a uh, 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 small time frame yeah yeah oh my gosh i'm sorry brother yeah, yeah hey, but don't we go through shit i mean for real uh you know just just just, just as people every day this is why you know people need to understand right that everybody goes through shit right yeah and sometimes just leave people alone. I'm like, yo, for me, yo, you've lost. I mean, that you even a partner in music when you're starting up. I mean, he's you to still be here today, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I mean, okay, he got shot, but it's scary. But you're still here, like rocking. Holy shit, yo! I mean, yeah. a lot of people were like, oh, I'm done totally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, it's two bodies on a mic. Where <laughs> not not trying to take away the name from the original group, you know? I, I, I know there was a group two bodies on a mic back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, so that was what happened to me, and so I uh, mean, uh, I, I was taking care of my sister, who had a you know she was a teenager with a baby. It was me, and my sister. Um, oh my god! But so then I was like, all right, I went into a d- depression. Oh and wait, you blowing my mind here. So then your your younger sister also was she also a single parent? Or yeah, she was you know, single in that scenario. Oh she my was a teenager gosh. with a baby, um, and so it was me and her when my mom passed. Um, and so, so you had to become you know the adult. All of yeah. a sudden, I was so working, you also lost your older brother. 
Yeah, I was working seven days a week. I was oh my God, six dollars an hour. Um, and I uh, know back back in the day, I used to work in Sea Town and Yellowstone, making those six dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah. Well, five dollars an hour when I started. It was five and a quarter when I started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and then um, I that's when I decided, you know, I said, I'm going to. I already had the logo. I trademarked my logo, all that stuff, whatever, and I started Crazy Comics. Um, and originally it was with the guys I was doing music with. And then we recruited some other people. And my first script that I wrote was uh, Tales of an Assassin. And Ooh. and so that's what we were fleshing out. And then then everybody went their separate ways. And then I met uh, a couple other guys and I did a book called The Book of Wrath. And right. then, um, that didn't pan out. So then I was at the School of Visual Arts and um, taking a continuing education course. Everybody goes to the School of Visual Arts. So- <laughs> Everybody hit that. I mean, yo, come on, man. And then you got Midtown Comics right there. <laughs> yeah, so Midtown. For, for they you to spend your check. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they were also good to us. Um, and then I met, that's when I met George. Um, we were in. George uh, whom? George Medina. There you go. Jorge. 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 I want to keep it Latino here, folks. There you you know, know, let's talk about, about his real name. It's Jorge. <laughs> or or if, if you're Anglo, you're going to say Jorge. But, oh, uh, my God. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've heard that before. You ain't fucking around, but I'm like, damn, but don't, don't chop up the name like that bad. I, mean, I know I'm f up names. I would never say Georgie. Yeah, they Go, called Georgie. me Vera. They would say Mr. Vera, and I'm like, who's Vera? My name is Vera. Um, uh, but, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey, now I know who who was the teacher in the school based on that pronunciation. Yeah. Right? No. <laughs> so then he and I started talking, and he had this little comic book booklet um, that he did that he folded up with his hip hop duck, and I told hey, him. And again, this is at the school that you guys hooked up. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, oh. Yeah, I tell the story all the time. Um, uh, <laughs> the name bashing start. I, I said, uh, <laughs> we were, we we were, we took a life drawing class. That's how I met him. But it was okay. always dudes, and I was like, yeah, I'm t- I, I'm, not, I'm tired of looking at these. I, and so I turned, and then we started talking. I was like, I don't want to look at that guy anymore, right? And yeah, uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is over. And then I was like, yo, I'm doing crazy comics. You don't want to come on board? And uh, he's like, sure. And so he had a book called Rush Five Three Seven Seven that he was self developing, and I was doing Cosmic Wars. And, um, uh, at that time, um, I met, I had a, a contact of mine, a friend of mine who had, um, was able to produce full glossy color, uh, of our comic books, uh, under the table. But what he would do is he would give it straight out of the printer, flat stacks, and we would have to fold them and staple them ourselves. Um, so, you know, but we were, it was, it was, it was, it was, hey, but it's a hookup, bro. I, I laugh because this is the whole shit about New York folks and you don't know it. Like, there's always somebody doing some shit. There's always somebody. Yes. Yeah, but you, you could find and get whatever you need done. Yes. As yeah. crazy as it sounds, this is why I'm laughing. Like, I'm enjoying this conversation so much because this is straight up New York hustle. Yeah, that's the hustle. It. So then, um, it was like, yo, we want to do a convention. Uh, we never did a comic book convention, but we didn't have the, okay. the, the, the money for it. So, um, there was a, um, but another friend of mine knew the promoter for Big Apple Comic Con. Oh, Mike Carbonaro. Yes. 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 So, Mike. so he introduced me to Mike and Mike is like, um, you know, Mick Jagger with a ADD on a hundred level, right? He'll look at you. You'll tell him your name and he'll forget your name. You know, this motherfucker it. tried to flirt with my wife in front of me. <laughs> and he's lucky I was trying to get a deal on that Nova run. I was like, all right, baby, just take this shit for a couple of minutes. I'm trying to get this run. <laughs> But well, Mike, you ever do that again? I will fuck you up, I promise. <laughs> but I'm like, yo, I'm trying to convince him to give us a free table. And he's like, you know, it costs this much. Go see this guy. I said, no, you don't understand. So then I just pull out the secret weapon. I, I did an ad for the Big Apple Comic Con. He goes, hey, that's my my show. I said, yeah. He goes, you did. I said, I did that. He goes, will you do it again? I said, yeah. He goes, do it again for my next show and you have a table. I oh. said, and that's how we got in. And um, so we did. It. We did the marketing. Um, we did some marketing for every show, um, and we right. had a table for four years, uh, three or three to four years with Mike Carbonero. Uh, he was always good to us. And, uh, oh, and Mike's a good had. dude. You know. Yeah. You know how I know Mike. Me and Mike go back to when he had Continental Comics in Queens. Wow, wow, that's all right. Yeah. Old school and a half. You know what I'm talking about, bro. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean. So that's how back I know Mike. Wow. Like when he ran that shop, that's awesome. Yeah, yo. I mean, he's he's a New York comic book legend. You know, say what you will. He even has that that public access channel show and showing off collectibles and stuff. I mean, 
he in the business that's a real dude i mean yeah he's he's quirky that's the word i use yes yes but yes. But, but 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 he's a real cool dude and, and he's very passionate about the culture you know what i mean we need people like that though they just love what they do and he was always a good promoter yeah. yeah he was always good to us um all the way till the time when i when i walked away from comics so uh and so for me it was like all right Wait a minute. <laughs> Let's get into this bochinche now. What happened? <laughs> what happened? Why did you walk away? So you're doing all these shows. You got projects. What happened? Yeah, we, I mean, we were, I mean, we were popping. Um, you know, I was on American Latino TV. We were on Ooh. local national news. We were on the radio. Um, we were in the papers. Um, and then we were. On, uh, then I was represented by Circle of Confusion, um, where they represent. Robert Kirkman um, for The Walking Dead, the Rochowski gotcha. Brothers, The Matrix, yeah. and all that stuff. And they were pitching our stuff. Rochowski sisters now. Yeah, they were pitching our stuff to the to the Hollywood. And it then um, we thought we were going to have a deal with Warner Brothers, but then they changed leaderships, and and whoever whatever was on that person's table went in the trash, and they were starting all over. Oh, and so that and the fact Going that it was bur- that it was burning a lot of money, um, my own personal expense because we were doing like. 14, 15, 16 shows a year. Oh um, my God. Yeah. Okay. Now that's not yeah. easy, you know, uh, especially if you're working a low paying job and you're yeah. not selling. It's like, yeah, I understand that. Again, I'm an entrepreneur. Just, you are, sir, an entrepreneur. All right. Cause you have a brand, you're running a label, you're doing something. So I get that. I mean, when you start shelling out your pocket and it starts affecting things like shit, I have to choose yes. survival versus passion. Yeah. And I was married and I, and I couldn't. Um, and so, you know, it was it was that let down when they said, you know what, there's no more deals on the table, blah, blah, blah. Going you know? yeah. Going and, um, and then um, then the money was burning fast. And it was just I said, like, you know, was, I, I left. I didn't even make an announcement. I just disappeared. I was like, yo, whatever happened to Sam? You ghosted. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I didn't answer any emails because I we had a big following. I didn't answer any emails. Wow. And there was a lot of emails coming in. I just disappeared for 10 years. Um, yes, años, Jesus years. Christ, yeah. bro, a ten-year absence. So, yeah. what happened? What happened in that ten-year absence that all of a sudden something, something tickled your fancy? You say, "I gotta come back." Well, what happened was, you know, I, you know, I, I got ourselves financially stable. You know, I, I excelled in, you know, retail corporate world, um, and you know, we got a house, we got settled down, the whole bit, and uh, I always had my office, but it was a museum. It was just, it was just a showpiece. You know? It was just memories, Bindi. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, I told my wife, I said, look, you know, I don't want to be the old man sitting on my porch, you know, wondering what could have been. I said, I need to finish this. And um, I said, I'm smarter now. Um, you know, and there's a lot of uh, resources now that I didn't have back then. Uh, and she says, go for it. And, and that was, that was, it was like Adrian telling Rocky. And it was over. That's all I needed. And uh, yeah, oh man. So a shout out to your Adrian for, yes. for being that 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 woman that said, you know what? Good. We have our stuff. So yeah. you're ready. Do it. Yeah. And then George. That's, real. Uh, That's wonderful. Yeah. And then George contacted me. He says, Hey, I got some stuff of yours in my house. Do you want it? Sure. He came over. Wait, wait. That was ten years after the fact that he hit you up. Yeah. But, yeah. He was stood- timing. Or were you he- always around? He was always doing comics. Okay. He was doing it with the other guys. So that you know, so they they became Mass Media Studios, and I always joke it's backwards for Sam because uh, oh, it was okay. MAS. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I actually interviewed them. My one of my last interviews when I did the podcast, I interviewed them at the New York Comic Con. On catch the craze, folks. Yes. And uh, and then I dipped, and uh, so I you know we met up at my house, and, and it's the first time we met up in, in years. And I was like, yo, I'm bringing back the craze. Are you down? He's like, yeah, hell yeah. And uh, so in 2019, we brought back Cast the Craze. In September, at that time, we had, um, uh, you know, the the, the, pot, the the channel was limbo. So it only had 40-something subscribers. You know, no, everyone, you know, unsubscribe over the years. And so um, um, in two years, we added over 500 people so far. Um, and, uh, you know, we're back. We're growing. We're up. We're getting up to, in two weeks, we'll be celebrating episode 400. Oh man, for, folks, 400 episodes. You better subscribe to the YouTube channel right now. Catch the craze. And the is not T-H-E, folks. No. I'm saying it's D-A, all right? Yes. So yes. catch D-A craze, all yes. right, on YouTube right now. Subscribe, turn on notifications, show them the love. Tell them Mega sent you, coño. Because <laughs> you got to support independent creators. So you're doing all this, you hook up back with whole hand stuff. And so... Yeah. So the fires are burning again. The, the creative fires, juices yeah. are flowing. 
Yes. And when I made it public that I was coming back, uh, another former friend who has a radio station, Mark Torres, another Latino, he, um, he has, uh, it came from the radio. Yay! So, the Latino Mark. in the business. Bro, please keep dropping them names. I wouldn't even, yes. I, I'm not getting a broom to put them in no <laughs> dustpan because I need to remember all these amazing people and they need to come here because this is as a Latino. Not that I want to focus on just us, you know, my show is for everybody. But I'm always inspired by people like me because I didn't have you when I was growing up. Yeah, and that's the difference, right? And same right. thing here. I didn't have that mentor. I didn't have that role model. I, you know, so I had to use what was already out there as a prototype um, mm -hmm. to try to figure out. But there was no one to to guide me on the mistakes. So all the mistakes I made, um, you know, the learning. But you learn, yeah, man. Yes. I mean, that's the best college, bro. School yeah. of hard knocks. That's Brooklyn for sure and yeah. Queens. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so Mark Torres, he heard. He said, yo, you seriously come back? You want to come on my show? I was like, sure. So he was the first interview I did in over 10 years on his radio show. I drove I all the way to Long Island. I love the fact that he appreciated you and remembered that, you know? Yeah, I, I drove all the way to Long Island to his studio. In oh, wow, yeah, I did it live in-house? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could have asked you, but I don't know if you would have drove to, to Orlando. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, he, he's at, he has a, a radio station. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, so uh, it's different from what we do in podcasting. Um, and uh, so that was podcasting is the next radio. Don't yes. don't get scared, radio guys. We're coming for you. <laughs> Catch the craze, comic crusade. We're coming off for radio. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And uh, and then I did the kids comic con to uh, test the waters because and you know it was awkward. yeah. Oh shit! Let's talk about that before we get into the the campaign. Right. Talk about the kids side of it. Like, what made you even start doing kids books? Because that's another another angle of yours. Like, you're doing assassins and other crazy stuff, and then all of a sudden, here's this kid book. Here's a tender side of somewhere. <laughs> you, know, you know, what's crazy is that I've always been attracted to all ages um, humor. And um, I tried my hand on traditional comic illustration, but it wasn't my thing. Uh, so when I wrote some of these books, I got an artist to do the the stuff because I, that wasn't my skill set. My skill set is more cartoony. I love laughter, um, and and so I've always I've been you know Charles Schultz, you know the Peanuts, uh, Garfield, all of these things were the things that uh, influenced me. So I it was just natural for me to just create all ages fun for the whole family. Um, and uh, and so that's why that's why I I do it because I just feel like there's not enough of it. Um, and, uh, especially now everything's so damn tense, you know, it's a great way to escape. It's too uh, serious. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, that's my biggest complaint in comics nowadays. Um, too much realism. And yes. even Grant Morrison said, it's like, why are you asking for realism? This is supposed to be fake. It's not supposed to be real folks. Right. Let's enjoy it. Yeah. You know, too many people, how can you do all of this? They're like, yo, we stop putting these real narratives to these make-believe characters. Now you're ruining the fun. Yep. <laughs> you know, for real, at the end of the day. And this is why I enjoy what you're doing. I need to start talking about this because you have a current project out right now on Kickstarter, right? Yes. There's an alien in my toilet, and it fits with the narrative because it's an all-ages sci-fi comedy. Yes. And right now, this bad boy, I want to bring it up on screen, but right now, right, mm -hmm. we're talking about that you're only asking for a 15 Hundred dollar goal, very small. You are only four hundred and fifty nine dollars away with eighteen days to go. Yeah, beautiful. So I want to show this awesome little video first, sure. right? And then we're gonna get into the conversation because we gotta know. So hold on. There we go. Hey, I'm Samuel, and listen, this is Duty, and this is Duty too. Anyway, I'm the creator of There's an Alien in My Toilet, an all-ages slapstick humor comedy series Bigger than that shirt. everyone in the family can have fun with. I created the series back in 2005, um, received a lot of attention, did about five issues, and then I had to leave comics for a while. After 10 years, I decided that Judy and I had some unfinished business. So, basically... He is tasked with coming to Earth on a secret mission. He's this egocentric, thinks he knows it all alien, and he believes he's the only one capable of this mission. Right? He's so smart, and yet he forgets to refuel, and he crash lands on Earth, and that's where the adventure begins. 
duty also encourages education and learning. So if you're a parent or a teacher and you're trying to get the kids inspired to learn and you want to introduce them to something fun, well, every issue of this Alien in My Toilet has four pages of trivia, word puzzles, and activities that does just that. Not only that, this campaign, we have a limited edition latex doll, a plush doll. We have uh, six-inch 3D printed figures. We have trading cards and a coloring book and a guidebook. And the story, the story with a lot of heart. We have six covers by me, by Masia Gempo, by George Medina. A lot of heart went into this, a lot of passion, and I hope it translates. And if you're here, you're watching this, that means you're curious enough to want to give it a shot. So if you want to laugh, you want to be a kid again, and you want to just join us, pledge today. And as a special incentive for you, if you pledge today and you post on social media that you pledged, and you use hashtag I am a Dooster, and you tag Catch the Craze, then you will receive an official I am a Dooster sticker. I appreciate you. I'm going to leave you with this animation of duty as he first gets to Earth. Have a great day. Goodbye. Again, right now, as of today, there's a thousand fifty-one pledge out of a fifteen hundred dollar goal. Forty backers, eighteen days to go. As of right now, please pitch in. Please pitch in and, and, and talk about this. Talk about the inspiration, and everything, and why a toilet, bro. You know, <laughs> it, it, I mean, Konya, is it because of New Jersey? Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's a ten-part miniseries, and that the punchline is not till issue number ten. Um, so you'll you'll learn what that what happens there. But um, uh, duty, they had, you know, basically it was a newspaper editor that was looking for a comic strip for their paper, and they approached us and says, "Hey, if you guys have a concept, you know, we'd be willing to look at it and 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 put it in our publication." So I was driving to the Lincoln Tunnel, and then bam. And Judy comes in my head. He says, hi, I'm Judy from Uranus. And that's how <laughs> <laughs> That sounds horrible. As horrible as it sounds, it's funny as F because, like, yeah, all right. I get it. Kanye, get to see that, but I'm doing it because this is a stupid type of toilet humor <laughs> that we need sometimes. Similar to Jack. Isn't Jackass, at the end of the day, just toilet humor or ball-crunching humor? I mean. There you go. I saw that last movie and I was just in tears and I'm like, I can't wait to watch this with my brothers because we're going to die. <laughs> yeah, but this is awesome. So you got 18 days to go. Talk about the inspiration, how you created this character. Who is this character? What's up, brother? Give me the deets. So Duty's a larger than life um, a young lad from the planet Uranus and he's the uh, the son of the emperor of Uranus. So basically, <laughs> you know, he's made to believe that, you know, he's um, you know, the best things to slice bread. So, and he is under the protection and care of General Goatee. So, Goatee? Are you talking about me? (laughs) Well, the general sends duty into what duty believes is a secret mission to Earth to determine if we're a threat to his homeward. What he doesn't realize is that the general is just trying to get duty out of his hair for a little while. So, Ah, duty believes believes that he's the only one capable of handling this mission because he's the smartest, most brightest, intelligent species in the universe. And so, you know, in his arrogance and in his haste, he he gets on his ship and he heads to Earth. And he realizes he forgot to refuel. 
So he crashed. <laughs> <laughs> so for the, and then he have, he refuses to admit that he crash lands and he says it's part of his plan. Right. So, uh, and now he has to survive Earth's simple creatures. And, um, from you seeing with the woodpecker to wolves to a squirrel to a turtle to a bear, eventually, <laughs> eventually leads duty to a house where he sneaks into this house to find refuge from the wild animals. Uh, and in the house, there's a chihuahua named Herman who thinks that duties are talking jalapeno. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it goes from there. <laughs> Holy shit. And so he's able to communicate with the animals? Uh, yeah, with, with, uh, with Herman. Yes, with Herman. Um, and so duty. So he understands dog, but not just no one else. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and you'll find, uh, and, um, Duty has an active imagination and you'll find in a series. That's why on the campaign, you see all these different variations of duty because whenever he, um, is in conflict and he finds up getting knocked out, like he's falling from the tree in his dream state, he imagines himself to be superior than that life form that caused him to, so uh, this is like Zim on another level, but this Zim yeah. is the loser. <laughs> yeah. So he, uh, he imagines himself to be whether it's, uh, uh, a military personnel, a Viking, a samurai against his foe. And in his dream state, he uh, defeats his foe. But in reality, it's the opposite story. Of course, he's getting his ass kicked. I mean, but look That's... at this. You got so much love from Heroic Times, Ray Tay, Katie Radio, Andy, Andy Schmidt. Look at that. Yeah. Both their Roberts. I mean, Channel 9. You know, yes. Even Kermit Caffey. Like, screwball comedy. The many faces of duties, as you were mentioning. And yes. I'm showing on screen the many faces of duty i mean he's a pharaoh he is a like a swat team he even looks like gunslinger spawn wait <laughs> <laughs> so, hold on and so yo george and i spoke about that there was cowboy duty before there was gunslinger spawn hey! <laughs> time it farted did you take this from my body Come on, yeah, bro. Man, i'm just saying because Cowboy Duty looks dope. I mean, you know, you have Cad Bane Duty. You got yeah. Samurai Special Forces. Ram. My favorite is Rambo, you know, because look <laughs> at that pot belly. He's like, yo, I just had a cis pack. Let me kick some ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, the Matrix Duty cartoon. I, Yo, for real. And this campaign is chock full of stuff, right? Yes. I mean, yes. you could, you know, you, you could start f- from as low as $5, right? Yes. All the way to $85 or more. And I mean, can you talk about these tiers and everything that we're going to get if we support this beautiful little project right here? Yeah, so basically there's something for everybody so and, and every budget. And so there's, you can get the digital copy of the book for $5 and that's yes. the international and you don't want to pay shipping. And how many pages are we talking on this book? So the, the story is 23 pages, and then there's four pages of uh, trivia, word puzzles. Um, oh, shit. You're making it like the old school coloring books and shit. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It's got yeah, everything. Um, I'm an asshole. Oh, I don't have them here. I put them away because my wife wanted to color in them. I'm like, those are my books. I only eye color in them, and I had to hide them. <laughs> That's why I say if you're going to get the physical <laughs> If you want to write and uh, do, because there's a maze in there that you have to try to get duty to get the get two written. copies, folks. Please. Yes, two copies if you're to write in it. So, yeah, so there's the digital copy, five dollars for. Um, and you know, I uh, encourage all internationals if you don't want to pay the shipping because the shipping cost for internationals is outrageous. So, um, get yourself the digital copy. Um, but uh, let's not deter them because if you have the money, go ahead. Oh ah, yeah, if you do. <laughs> you know? And then you have no one. <laughs> yes, and then and then you start with the the standard cover, which is a cover done by George Medina, which is the uh, the ten dollar uh, cover A. Um, you have that option. Then Wait, you have so the, that's um, which one? I don't none of these. Oh, is it this one? Yeah, the cover A, the blue one with him on okay. the winner. That is by George Medina. Again, now. Oh, hey, wait, I want to preface this. George Medina gave up the pencil over 10 years ago. He stopped drawing. What? So that was, so that is a rare find. So if you get a George Medina, one guy's selling that damn thing on eBay for 40 bucks. So if you get a oh, George right? Medina. Because he knows the value of Medina. Yes, there you go. That's what I'm saying. So uh, you start off there, 10 bucks. or And then the variant covers by me. You have Rambo variant cover. You have, um, um, you know, Matrix. Matrix. And then um, my buddy, uh, Masia Kempro, did that variant cover of Duty in the Spaceship Crash oh. Landing. 
Um, and then you have the homage cover. To I like this. I love this one so much. Thank you. So yeah, you can get it individually or you can get it as an add-on. Uh, the add-on is 25. The individual is 30. Oh. But, 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 oh. if, you scroll, oh. if you scroll up to the top real quick, if you scroll up to the top. All the way? Yeah, right. I'll show you. Tell me when. I'll tell you when. Tell me when. I'll tell you. <laughs> tell me when because, folks, I'm showing up this amazing Kickstarter right here. Amazing. Right there. You see that? You see the Outrageous Weekend special? Oh, outrageous oh. for sure. So hold on. That's the savings of almost 40 something dollars. Oh, my so God. Just for this weekend, you'll get the homage cover to THB Mutant Ninja Turtles issue number 30 Ooh. with the certificate of authenticity signing. Oh, on that's so Yeah, you're going this Rizzo route, man. Yes. <laughs> and you get the Rambo and Matrix plus the duty on the stump sticker plus a button mm. plus a digital copy of my kids' books. Plus a sketch card by me for fifty bucks. That's a, over fifty dollars. OGR. Yes, you get a sketch card by me. Holy oh. shit, folks! Yes. If you are fans of original art, if you're not going to jump on this, you guys are insane right now, for real. And, and, and here, here we go. Yes, and that's this here weekend we only. This deal ends midnight Sunday night. Folks, don't fuck around. There's a holiday weekend. I know most of you got paid this weekend because I know I did. So you better hit up this awesome Kickstarter campaign right now. We have time. But yes. you know what? Don't lose time because a lot of these things are exclusive. All right. So support this Kickstarter. I'm sharing it on the screen. But again, let me reiterate. Folks, visit Kickstarter. There's an alien in my toilet. First flush. Holy shit. First yes. flush, Bendita. I mean, is this the first time he takes a shit on Earth or something? What happened? Is the gravity different for him? <laughs> so now I'm also gonna I'm also gonna entice people. So there, there's uh if I can uh, share my screen and show you something really quick. All right, we'll share your screen. I'm gonna stop I'm mine. Gonna, I'm gonna put share yours this. on, and I'm, I'm gonna bring it on. Yes, I'm gonna share this real quick. So this piece right there of Super Duty was oh, done. Oh shit! So, Look at that, folks. Yo. That's oh an original God. piece of art that was done by a talented artist named Rodney Fike. He he sent that because I, I you know if you're an artist and you want to get featured in a book, you know show us your version of Duty um, for a chance to get featured in the comic book. He nice. did this piece, and not only did he do that, but now he wants to offer it up um, uh, for anybody who sh- who uh, watches Russ Explode tomorrow night. Hey. If you watch that show, there's going to be a live drawing. A minimum of three new backers have to pledge during that live show, but everybody who pledges to the campaign will be entered into the raffle. Folks, don't F around. So what's the channel and what time? It's Russ Explode. It's tomorrow night. Um, uh, the time, I think, is at 9 o'clock. A.M. or P.M.? P.M., Eastern Standard Time. EST, 9 p.m. You heard, folks? Yes. Exclusive. I'm going to have the link. Exclusive. On yes. I'm going to have the link on the Kickstarter as well. Uh, after this show, I'm going to put it on Please the Please share it with me so I can yes. add it to the show notes so people yes. know to attend. Yes. Because this is how, I mean, look at that piece of work right there. Holy F. So, dude, bro, dude. <laughs> I love it. I mean, you, you, you're smashing it. Yeah, so so this so Rodney just said, "Hey, I want to help your campaign. We believe in your campaign." I mean, you don't understand. I woke up this morning and I got all choked up when I saw this. He's like, "We, you know, we, we want to help I you with it. this." And they said, "We want to off." And then I would just couldn't believe it. So they're going to do it. Um, um. So um, again, during his live show, if we get at least three new backers during the live show, make it happen. Everybody on the campaign will be entered into the raffle. Yo, make it happen, folks. If you guys that watch this program are truly independent comic book fans, he's telling you, you can get some awesome exclusivity here. And I know how the aftermarket is. So could you only imagine? He's already told you that's that, that, that Medina cover yeah. was going already for 40 beans. Imagine something OG like this. Oh, my Original. God. Original. And I watched him live on, on YouTube draw this. Hey, don't you fucking dig that, bro? Mia, look at the creativeness behind our gente, yo. Yes. Real talk, yo. That's real talk, yo. God bless, man. But let's finish up these pre-proof pages. I mean, look at this. Look at the art. So much fun. Ay, coño. (laughs) So George letters the book. Um, um, How did you find your team? Well, George, uh, I've been working with George for, you know, since 2003, I think it is. Um, uh, And George 
over the years, I think it's become one of the best letters in the industry right now. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, so, underrated people in the business for real, because without them, we can't read the books, folks. Yeah, yeah, and it's not my strong point. And uh, so, uh, yeah, George does the lettering. Uh, originally, the first version of the book back in '05, he colored it. Um, and uh, so we, you know, it, it's recolored, remastered by a young lady named Barbara Sorogi from Brazil. She does all of my coloring for interior of my books, um, and uh, she did this. And um, and uh, George does the lettering on this. Um, I love it. And, and going back to Russ's for a moment, if you want to check out Russ, please check him out at Russ Explode, the letter Explode, P-L-O-D-E Studios. Check him out on YouTube. I think you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Yes. I mean, yeah. this homie here, we're talking about him, and he's sharing love. So that goes to show you the level of uh, professionalism and love he has for his community here. Yes. That's real talk. So, look at, again, all these different versions. What do you get? I mean, and it looks gorgeous in the tablet, doesn't it, folks? Look at that. Yeah, yeah. So, those are the kids' books that I did. So, you can get for $5, you can get the four kids' books that I did, each done by a different artist. Not, I, I didn't illustrate. How, how do you get your team, Samuel? <laughs> can, can you tease us? How do you even score people to do this amazing work? Well, like, this? Well, like uh, so the Adventures of Cosmic Gorf, I did the cover there, but the interior was done by Masia Kemper, who did the variant cover for Duty. And how you found them? I, I found Masiak online. I think I found him um, when that happened. I think I found him on Digital Webbing back in the days. Oh, was it? wow. Old school. Again, so right now, hey, the Kana's, folks. Those yeah. right hairs are coming out. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then uh-huh. Mandy Pandy and the Curfew, that's done by my boy um, Hector Rodriguez, another Latino. He uh, killed it. What? He killed it on Did that. Did you do that with intent to hire Latinos? Nah, it's just you know, it's just just it just happens. Up. Yeah, where we grow up, you know, and that's um that's what it is. I know because New York is so diverse that we don't actually see that. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, we're, and, just, oh, yeah, we're just we're just people. But Masia Kempro, he's from Poland. Um, but uh, I, then, I grew up in Greenpoint, which is a heavy Polish community. Let me tell you, I can't speak Polish, but I can understand it and help them at the bodegas for sure. There you go. And then Scary Ari, I wrote, um, that was illustrated by uh, a, a guy. That looks so far. That looks like something my daughter would love. And actually, it kind of looks like her. <laughs> yes, yes. It was based on it was based on my niece and uh, uh, a team in the Philippines did that for me um, uh, oh. called Big Cat Studios. And then oh. that final Oh, one, Big Cat. I know Big Cat salute, yo. Awesome. Yeah, there you go. Then the final one, um, the Oogly Booglies, that was done by my boy David Quiles, another Boricua. Uh, hey, body's uh, in the house. Yes, he did that, and then you also get the bonus Rush Five Three Seven Seven comic book by George Medina. Ooh, and let me tell you, folks. I'm in love. You know, five, ten, twenty, twenty, twenty different joints. I mean, you guys are uh, have the ability to get so much awesome product out of this from an amazing. Oh man, and look at this, yo. Painted figures, bro, for real. I mean, what are these 3D? You, uh, you printed them? Is it? I mean, no, no, is no, it no. limited? Oh, you said only ten yeah. units. Oh my god! It's only ten. And here, 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 here's the bad boy right here. Oh wait a minute! <laughs> I gotta see this up close, yo. Look yes. at that, yo! Fire, yo! Yes. So, um, how do you feel holding a figure or something you created? Yo, a larger than life, buddy. Larger than life. I mean, it's just it's like a dream come true to see what I put on paper come to re- reality, you know. And um, so there's ten of That's these. Sexy man. What size is that? This is six inches. Six uh, inches. Okay. Yeah. So um, um, give us some Viagra. It goes to twelve. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So this is the 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 iPhone uh, Max so- Pro, the big one. So this is the oh, biggest comparable iPhone. to the size of the phone. Yes. Right. Yeah. So you put it against so, my face. Look how big that is. Um, hey. And uh, um, and what's and, that though? That shit goes in the dark or something? No, it comes that standard this way. So you can get it, okay. you know, like this plane, or you can get it custom painted by me. Um, so there's two versions. Oh, you so get. you paint the ten. So out yes. of the ten, we can either get a plane or a painted one by you. Yes. Oh, that's so yeah. dope. Great yeah. idea. And talk about this plush figure, too. Oh, this one right here? Oh, look at you. <laughs> you he, he pulled out Alpha. Now, of course, he's going to have to pull out the alien. That's right. That's right. It's a battle royal. It's a you battle know, royal. Yeah, I love it, man. Why, how did you come up with this idea for that? You know, is this because you had that Alpha? I'm like, I need to see another alien. No. I, I need you know, a friend. <laughs> my whole goal is you know, to create 
um, a, a multi-dimensional brand that I can pitch to agents and um, get it into stores. And um, that's my whole purpose is to, digging it. to build my own brand and, and try to answer as many questions. So when I walk into a room, they just look at duty and they say, you know what? We'll do it. Let's do it. Um, so oh, I'm my just- God. You even have a, a, a paddle. I mean, I don't want to get spanked with this. But I mean, <laughs> what if you got a paddle? Oh, folks. Do you see? <laughs> Look, he, he brings up the paddle. I do not want to get hit by this thing. Yes, um, yes. That's for you, you know, masochists out there. If you enjoy it, that's okay. But you yes. know what? But you can get smacked yes. by the samurai wood paddle yes. art right here, and yes. that's your thing. Yes. Um, custom hand-painted by me. Why um, does that make me think? What was that movie, uh, Days and Confused? Uh-huh. <laughs> they needed this paddle <laughs> where Ben Affleck was being the uh, it, it was Ben Affleck, he was the dick with the paddle, he didn't yeah. need to hold this one bro yeah <laughs> bro, 23 inches by 5, that's just gonna hurt, <laughs> that's gonna hurt. thank god I'm, uh, I'm my age mommy, uh, and I'm in Florida too so I'm, I'm many miles away from her, she can't hit me with that <laughs> so here you are, you're talking about cars yo, look at that, duty face, scar face I mean, yo, you got some stickers Buttons, you know, toilet stickers, even like yo, we ain't gonna take a shit. Look at this, you know, just look at this guy. I mean, dude, yeah. bro. I mean, why so much when it comes to 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 tears? I mean, it looks so much fun, and that's your team, you know, yourself, hard hair. Um, here's you at cons, yo, you know. Wow, look at that. Hey, is that at, at, at one of those Big Apple cons? San Diego, Big Apple, all the cons that we've been to. That's Beautiful. just some of the pictures. I mean, I have thousands. Oh, look at that. Yo, you have a class picture on this motherfucker? Yeah, that was a family. <laughs> that was a family that, that came to the con and they ordered 50 copies because they were doing a birthday party for their kids. And they and they gave a copy to every kid that came to the party. Wow. So they went to your table yes. and they said, we want 50. Yeah. How did you feel? Oh, forget about it. It was like <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's about us, us Puerto Rican, New Yorkers. You know, we almost sound Italian sometimes. Forget about it. You know what uh, I mean? Hey. Yeah. And then I gotta support my people. So that's oh, George what's Medina. this? George Medina's Wonder Duck yeah, is coming up in May, so Duck. that you can sign up. I for told him, bro, I love ducks. I'm like, you motherfucker, you're gonna make me spend <laughs> more money, and my wife is gonna be like, yo, yes, what? you know, why is this bill late? I like blame hothead. Yeah. And so, uh, and Violent that's uh, Violent Dogs is by Jerry Winsborough. He's a talented artist, man. And uh, his campaign is live now. So, yeah, if that don't look like a, like like a New York chick you see on a subway train that's about to like check you if you do some dumb shit. Yeah, it's in New like, York. Yeah. And it's crazy. Hey, <laughs> yo, bro, bro, I, I need him on next. Then come <laughs> on over, bro. But for real, man, I mean, you have so many tears. You you're doing your thing. You're celebrating comics, independent. You you are. I mean, yo, bro. I mean. Your tears, you know, could go up to five hundred dollars, seven fifty. Yeah. I mean, but again, like if you're a true enthusiast for independent comics, folks, I think that, uh, honest to God, Comic Crusaders approved on this bad boy. You need to support this. This is real. This is comic books. This is fun. Take you out of real life narrative. Don't we need that nowadays, folks? I mean, thank you, you know, um, somewhat for doing that. You know, teaming up with Jorge, you got an amazing, you know, artist. So, folks, yo, check it out. It's on Kickstarter. Forbidden. There's an alien in my toilet. You feel me? So don't don't run out the toilet. Maybe he's nice. You could, he, she may be nice. Yes, if, if, they, if they go by those standards, because, again, they're alien. We can't assume. Yeah. Similar to America, Chavez, a non-Puerto Rican character. She was an alien first, and, and Marvel only want, want the narrative to fit. When we have White Tiger, which is an original Puerto Rican character, and Marvel doesn't use it, so Marvel, fuck you. <laughs> I will never, I will never accept America Chavez as an OG Puerto Rican character because you only change the narrative because people complained. There you go. And 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 this is all ages family fun. So there's a coloring book, there's a guidebook. Um, oh my God, guidebook! I mean, I need those. Like, <laughs> dude, what I need you to do? Let me see if I, if I have it here. I don't. Shit. I need I need you to do like choose your own adventure with the alien and you remember those old books like yo you know if you want to do this decision go to pace this if you want this decision go to pace this yeah I remember you know that. so that way we could have different adventures with the alien like yo should I take a shit in this toilet or this toilet <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean or what yeah. decisions to make 
Because when you got to go, you got to go. But you also got to feel comfortable. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, bro. But I loved it. I love the concept. Especially you as a Latino creator that just wants to put stuff out there for us to have fun with. So yeah. I always love to throw flowers to my gente. So thank you for wanting to do that, for sharing on that level, for for just being awesome and just bringing us some real entertainment. So muchas gracias, Vipana. So bro. with that, folks, yeah, I, I want to shut down right now because I want to restream this bad boy. I got to keep it on the noun. So mi gente, much love. You know what to do. I've been sharing the links. Everything is in the notes. This is the Comic Crusaders podcast. Thank you for tuning in. My eyes tells you exactly what to do, right? Right, folks? So you better listen in intently. Much love. Follow Samuel. Follow the real high mega. Follow Comic Crew Undercover Capes. Hasta la próxima, wepa! Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 